Hi everyone and welcome to the Mini Gaming Union podcast for Tuesday, January the 18th. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Colin. Hello. Astaris. Hey everyone. And Lauren. Hi. Have we all enjoyed our time away over the Christmas period? Yay! Yeah. I went to it England was lonely and it was in fun. Canada. Lonely in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, England has been rocking. He wasn't able to join I'm a us poor for the clan wimp. Because you're a poor art student. <laughs> <laughs> Goes hand in hand. Poverty and art. And art. <laughs> Unless you're a really famous artist, but that generally only happens when you're dead. Sorry. Look forward to being famous yeah. after you're dead, Colin. Yay! What's the use in that? <laughs> Your family can make loads of money. You could be like Who cares brother. about them? <laughs> Some people do. Some people like to talk about their family and their lineage. Yeah, maybe they'll have I... a shrine for you, Colin. That would be kind of Colin Shrine. Which his family will now desecrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't care about them. It'll have like locks of your hair and then like fire and. This is getting creepier. That, that yeah, um. Is, yeah, that <laughs> okay, is really so, so, just to remind everyone, uh, Minigub is the community show for Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And it's also the podcast for the Gaming Union forums. And on today's show, we have one topic which is going to talk about the new releases for January. And this may become a permanent thing on the show. I don't know. It depends uh, if there are any good games every month. Yeah. And uh, then we have three questions this time. Three. Three of them. Whopping three. The first one is uh, a topic I guess I always talk about because I'm a doomsday guy. Do you think a video game crash is likely in this day and age? The second topic is what is the best video game ending you've ever seen? And the last one is one that I'm sure everyone is very excited for on the oh, show. Yes. Dun, dun, Based on dun. what you've seen Uncharted 3, what are your thoughts? I have many thoughts. I think we all have many thoughts. I think yeah. you should say those thoughts. <laughs> yes, especially after I've played both of them, so... Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. We're now up to speed. Yeah, yeah. Most so Just to remind everyone, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union has a new show every Tuesday, and the series includes three different shows, one of which is Mini Up, and also Final Fantasy Union and Kingdom Hearts Union. And I believe next week's episode will be Final Fantasy Union. Woo! This podcast is produced by Gaming Union and TweaksMusic.com, and it comes out on the iTunes store and GamingUnion.net. And I'd also like to spec... Spank? Spank? Oh, hello. <laughs> Who would you like to spank, Daryl? Juxter? I would like to spank Juxter. Hello. Oh, dear. <laughs> I bet you would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go with And that. I'd also like to thank Juxter, our forum moderator, for picking out the uh, thread and also the questions that we're going to talk about today. Because he rocks our socks. Uh-huh. He does. Before we go on to the first thread, though, we are going to have a little section here to talk about, I guess, a special announcement that happened last week. An amazing announcement. Yeah. I, I think it was quite amazing, actually. Well, what, what could this announcement possibly be? It was something to do with uh, something that actually happened at the end of last year, and that's to do with the store. So Yay! we actually managed to sell more than enough product for Split Reason to keep us on as a permanent client. So we now have our own official store on SplitReason.com. Yes, and we are now Yay! selling hoodies. Yes, we now have some hoodies. hoodies. Yay. So, kids, you've got to save up your pennies so you can buy yourself a hoodie as well. Mm-hmm. Ten of them. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Ten, no, one hundred. That way you'll never be hoodies. cold, Colin. I know. You, you'll you could wear hoodies on top winter, of hoodies. Like nothing. I can't wait to get my, my regular shirts, though. I, haven't I think Colin's got his already. Colin's yes, got I have. I, and pictures <gasps> up on the forums. 
They look that, amazing. I can't wait to get mine. They're a size yeah. small. So, so if you're wondering what a size small is, I'm about five foot six. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's so cute. <laughs> no, it's a cute little short Asian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're about as tall as I am, and I'm short. I'm yeah, but I'm Asian. I'm He's tall. allowed to be short. It's in our blood. <laughs> We're going to move on to our first thread now, which is out of the pipeline. New releases for January 2011. And this was posted up by Colin. Yes. And um, so he's going to tell you ga- all about how it. How many games do we have? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, nine, ten games coming out this month. Well, uh, ten, ten games that you should actually pay attention to. Well, yeah. Mm, t- important ten big titles. titles. I mean, Yogi Bear is coming out this month, but... I think a couple of them are That is out. really important. Yeah. Yogi Bear. Colin... Colin mm-hmm. missed that one out. I was quite disappointed. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Daryl. Anyway, <laughs> so we, the games that we think you should look out for, I'm just going to list them right now. It's Kingdom Hearts Recoded, which I think is already out by the time we've recorded. That this. came out on Tuesday, yeah. last Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Pretty 2, Dawn of Operation Panties Dude, Ghost Trick, <laughs> DC Universe Online, which was a surprise. I didn't expect that to come out so soon. Oh, that's amazing. So many people are already talking about that. Yeah, and that's Little Big Planet 2 coming out next week. Mass Yay. Effect 2 Mind Jack Dead Space 2 which I bet everyone's looking forward to 2 Worlds 2 and Lord of Arcana which is for the PSP it's quite a hefty list yeah, yeah. so anything right. is, anything in particular that you guys are looking forward to well definitely a little Big Planet 2 but I'm kind of interested in Mind Jack a bit I might have to wait in order to get it but that definitely looks interesting I think I'm going to rent mine, Jack. It's not a buy for me. Yeah, I may not well, buy that. Well, it We'll see. We'll see. But the, the online multiplayer surprised. sounds pretty fun. Yeah, the counteractive co-op. Yeah, you basically yeah. invade yeah. somebody else's game. Yeah, like even in the campaign mode, you have people like screwing it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see how people will utilize the new worlds in uh, Little Big Planet 2. Like how uh, with the first game, they made so many really, really, really good levels for that game. But then now, since it's the second one, I wonder what people are going to come up with now. Final Fantasy VII. I know! That was so (laughs) cool! I think somebody will do that. I mean, the tools are there. They can pretty much do anything they want. Somebody did do that. In the Kevin Butler advert for Little Big Planet 2, it's like, how do I know when I finished? And Kevin Butler's like, you're never never finished. It's so much fun. <laughs> I love Little Big Planet. You can't finish so Little really Big Planet. Hmm? Yeah, I think loads of people are going to spend way too much time plugging into Little Big Planet. I'm not a big fan of it myself, but I can understand why people are excited. I just I may be weird, so but the reason that I don't like it that much is because of the fact you can never finish it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Doomsday right there. You're completed. <laughs> sleep completed. Well, technically, then you're getting like a lot because... of bang for your buck. I just like it because ahead, like you get to do there's there is a lot you can still do and like although there's not really much of a completion to the game you still complete each level and even that is accomplishing enough for me especially that one pe- level at the very end which is like ridiculously hard some people just love spreading their money as far as it will go and you like you'll never be disappointed with Little Big Planet it's mm. like oh I've got no money to buy a new game but you can go and play Little Big Planet because there'll still be something new to do on it sure and it's cheap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like the universe you know it's forever expanding and the sack or boys is it? are so cute oh my gosh I want to tell every one of them I have a sack boy now yes you do speaking of the sack boy you get, you, you get 
you get a seven inch plush toy with the collector's <gasps> edition. Really? Oh, that's cute. My one's larger than that. Was that's that an innuendo? <laughs> it may I have been. I think it's about like a foot or maybe a little more. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's really sad and wrong. Lauren should take okay, the first I'll stop talking. Comment. I was referring to the sack boy. That's what uh, she said. I oh bet you. Oh, okay, dear. I'll just, just I'll just, just go. I'll just go. Akisora twelve uh, said that a little big planet two is a game that I'm especially excited about, and though I'm not getting recoded, I'm interested to see how it will play. Which is, I think it's kind of. I, I mean, I'm kind of excited for recoded as well. I mean, I'll probably not be able to get it considering I don't have the system for it, but it seems like the. Um, the mechanics, the gameplay mechanics, have improved even since Birth by Sleep, so that might be interesting to look at. I'm definitely going to have to check in more into it before I actually consider maybe buying or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. I'd go with the whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so I'm... what is the... D- I'm an entire Kingdom Hearts noob. What's the deal with Recoded? Isn't it just like a re-release? It, yeah, of. pretty much. Not exactly. It was, it's actually a remake of Coded. In, yeah, it's pretty much like re. Japan. It's like re Chain of Memories. How they yep. re-released that on the PS2 instead of, um, what was it on? Yeah, and they kind of revamped the whole system. So I think it combines oh, like Birth by Sleep three five eight over two days and Coded, like different gameplay so, sty- styles. Yeah. So totally. it's basically just going to be for Kingdom Hearts fans, like fan service. Pretty yeah. much. I would oh, okay. think so. I think. There might be some um, some interesting storyline thrown in there that will explain things. Well, haven't they said but... it's going to lead into like the next one? Yeah, That's what it will said lead about into 3DS. the next one. Cricket. Yes. Um, <laughs> cricket. <some> cricket. <laughs> Stars, would you like to take the next comment? Uh, Razgriz said, um, "While this month has a lot to look forward to, I'm much more looking forward to Feb slash March. What's coming out in Feb slash March? Killzone um, Three. Yes, Killzone Three. Yeah." Uh, March we isn't, have. Isn't Mass? When's Mass Effect Two coming out? Or when's Mass? That's this month. Next week. This okay, month. Yeah, this it's, month. it's in the list, Laura. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going crazy. Somebody Mario sorry. Sports Mix is coming out next next <laughs> month. Dragon Age is coming out soon. Mario Sports Mix. Yeah. Doctor Kawashira's brain training for oh, Connect. Oh yeah. I don't know. The only big game that I can think of is Killzone Three. Oh. Marvel vs. Capcom. I honestly Ooh, do not understand. Right. That's out next month. Bulletstorm. Not, not so out. interested in that one. I would say it's about equal with this month to the next few also, months. Also, that amazing PS3 exclusive, Trinity Souls of Zillow. Oh, great. Oh, you know what else is coming out next month? Hyperdimension Neptunia. <gasps> I doubt anyone knows what that game is. No, I've heard of it. Oh my god. It looks so awesome and it's funny because <laughs> the characters kind of, kind of reflect like this generation's console war. You've got like the PS3, the Xbox 360, <laughs> and the Wii. And the main character oh. is apparently the Sega Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. No, I would disagree. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to Mass Effect and stuff like that this month mm. rather than what's coming out soon. Although I vowed to buy less games this year than I did last year. I think I'll be Good renting more games this yeah. year than buying. I'm gonna, yeah. Although it's weird because when I was looking at like the release calendar and like planning for the year, it aside from like the spattered out PS3 exclusives, 
there isn't really anything else coming from anyone else that's that exciting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Sony maybe seems to be, be the only one that's really pushing something out each month. Like With this yeah. one, that's a little bit planet. E3 is going to be interesting. EA are kind of just spamming everything out right now. They've got tons of sequels coming out in the first couple of months of the year. Mm. But I, no one else has really said anything about anything. Like Ubisoft are really, really quiet. The I mean, only we know thing Assassin's we know about Creed Ubisoft is, is Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. Which, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, wait, there's Ghost, Ghost, Recon, there's Ghost Recon Future Soldier. Yeah, but that's been indefinitely delayed. That's true. As his driver. It's funny because the PSP and D- DS or the Wii version came out last year. That wasn't that wasn't Predator there. That was no no that was Recon. That was Predator, different game. Aren't Square Enix going to announce a load of stuff next week at their conference thing? No, I don't think they're announcing anything new. No, no they're probably just announcing more about their current titles because 3DS just is be, still so, really under wraps. So versus. Versus, yeah, you know, we're still kind of doing this game. Mm. It it may come out next year. (laughs) We don't know. We don't know when it's going to come out. We can't come out. We we have some news for you guys. We have decided in like completely that the main protagonist will be Noctis. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Breaking news: Versus 13 for the Xbox 360. No, don't say it, Colin. (laughs) I totally jinxed it right now. Oh, if they did that, dear. The chaos. I think people would actually start committing suicide. I think, yeah. I I think, think Square Enix are one step away threats. from being boycotted. They yeah. are so close to the line of being boycotted. Oh, they so are. If they made it an Xbox 360 title in Japan, I think that Yoichi Wada may have to actually fear for his life. He may have to leave the country. <laughs> yeah. he did, he, I mean, he received, didn't he receive death threats yeah, he after did they get announced yeah, death he threats did. when they announced FF13 for the 360 in Japan? That's, That's so crazy. Sold less than 20,000 units. That's so crazy, though. How how into it people get. Let's not even go into the spin-off 13. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll save, save that, that for Final Fantasy Union. Oh. Yeah, that'll be next week. Yeah. <laughs> Along with lots of sighing. <laughs> and face-palming. <Head> face-palming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that's pretty much... Uh, spoken about the the new releases for January well, we have one so more we should quote. move on to our questions now we have one more quote I, I'm not going to do that oh okay never mind <laughs> cut, cut that out cut that I don't Ryan. want to do it sorry yeah. okay so now we're going to move on to our questions and the first one is from Razgriz and he asks do you think a video game crash is likely in this day and age and what do you guys think will be the factors of such a modern day video game crash if it were to happen oh I'd cry. I'm going to let you guys what, talk what, about this first first of all what does he mean by video game crash video game crash is like um in the 80s or 70s or 80s America it was all about Atari and all that and basically they just kept releasing the same stuff over and over again like loads of sequels loads of games that didn't really improve on anything and everyone just got fed up and stopped buying games mm-hmm. and it was only when Nintendo released the NES that actually people started caring again sure. so it basically means like it, the, the crash would be so just a crash the, in the industry and not in yeah, the game yeah it implodes on itself I honestly I think to some extent I don't. No, go ahead. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, well, I feel like it's different nowadays. Like it's it's a lot different the buying style and the gamer style than it is from back then. Because if you think about the games way back then, they weren't they weren't necessarily as complex as the games now. And we're noticing that people. I think that will... matters so much. Well, I mean, we're noticing that people will buy games that are exactly the same like sequels that are exactly the same uh, hence why the Call of Duty franchise is so popular but you don't but hear you anybody boycotting them but then you look at Rock Band and Guitar them. Hero 
Rock band and guitar, rock band and guitar hero. They're they're yeah, suffering from a crash of sorts yeah, because. But they're they're a different story because. Yeah, because just, you gotta have, you you have to buy the peripherals for those. Yeah. So well, that's you have another to buy that. factor in the crash. And also, you have to remember, we also have like independent titles and downloadable titles coming out of our ears. I think that puts like enough variety into the market. So like, even if like you don't buy my, even if you don't buy main titles anymore, there's still loads and loads for you to buy in like the store. But there are they're generally only downloadable titles, though. Yeah, but the thing is, there's a lot more variety in the market now. I think. Yeah. That there is and there isn't, because I mean, like, if you look at the the main console releases. Aside, from, you, we would when we were doing best publisher of the year award, we were struggling to find ten. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But you have to remember, like Heavy Rain won so many like game of the year awards, and that's so unlike like the majority of other games that were even up for the award. It did like, nominated, definitely. But then you also have to appreciate the fact that our game of the year awards had out of ten games only had two original. IPs. Yeah. Mm. The other eight were sequels. What's well, another but, thing? I mean, because that... the sequels nowadays are actually good. Like, uh, if you take Uncharted Two, for example, that's actually a really, really fantastically done game. So if they just do that, I'd be fine with that. I would still keep buying it. I think all you need is a couple of titles to hold like people afloat, like not bury their head their heads in their hands about console gaming so long as there's a couple of titles every year come out that are like really getting excited about i think in between people will just buy titles or rent titles to keep their going until like the next best game is coming out definitely i do fear for it though because i mean activision now are basically releasing games every year and it's not something that we're really used to because games used to come out you know sometimes we used to have to wait four years for a game sure and in that in that time you, you kind of get excited about it and um the company will generally release new games to try and uh, make more money while they're waiting for their big release and if you know say for assassin's assassin's creed for example i'm sure ubisoft expected it to do well but there was always the chance they wasn't going to do very well definitely and they've come out and said now that because we're so far into their generation they don't want really they don't really want to take any risks with new ips because it's hard to build up hmm. which is kind of sad really because it means that they're just going to try and exploit Assassin's Creed and their other franchises as much as possible instead of thinking about how can we push the video games industry on. Especially with um, a company that seems so big. Like they, they do seem like they have, they, have the, um, they have the resources in order to take a risk like that. At least from yeah. our perspective, it looks like it. Because, I mean... Assassin's Creed is such a successful franchise and um Prince of Persia did do well in the past but um in the past with the most recent yeah. outing <laughs> I think that's, so much I think that's another thing is that like with um th- you can also go wrong with sequels and spin-offs because obviously with Prince of Persia it just strayed so far from the original title that made it so great that you people didn't want to buy it and it was no longer that great I think it's the risk and I think we're actually kind of treading on dodgy ground here because obviously in the past European developers were very different to to American developers and they're Mm -hmm. also very different to Japanese developers and now they're all kind of merging into one like Japan they're basically having to change their entire development style because no one in 
people in the West aren't buying their games as much as they are for Western titles. Yeah. So you'll see Japanese developers now saying, like, how can we make our game more Westernized? And I think that's really bad. I, I don't see why they should have to try and change their development style to try and cater for us. Yeah. Because it means that games like Silent Hill have been completely ruined. Yeah, games like Silent Hill, sometimes Resident Evil, well, um, Biohazard if you're in Japan. And you also end up with games like Quantum where they a Japanese developer tried to copy what um, Epic Games had done with Gears of War and it turned out really absolutely bad. terrible. Uh, yeah, that's terrible when developers get that in their head that they have to, they have to be like us, or they have to, they have to um, make their games the for a like specific Japanese, group. I think the problem with the Japanese developers is that they are thinking about copying like Western developers instead of tr- trying to innovate on their own. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't see Nintendo going, "Oh no, what are we gonna do?" It's it's like Capcom. Capcom are doing pretty much every single thing they can to try and make their games appeal to a Western yeah, audience. Yeah, like acquiring yeah. like Western developers to develop their games. And Square Enix are doing the same thing as well. And it's really, mm. I mean, Mindjack, for example, the game we were just talking about, has pretty much been developed by a Japanese company to sell to Westerners. Yeah, and the problem is, is there too because of how expensive it is to develop a game, they're just thinking right the only way we're going to be able to deal with this is to make as much money as possible rather than actually mm. concentrating on making a game like a good game yeah money thinking, does right. play a huge factor mm-hmm. in everything which is really it annoying seems been lost that, possible. it seems to be lost that if you make a good game people will buy it yeah, yeah. now it's all about calculated risks and like damage limitation because I mean you look at Activision Activision are the biggest example of what is wrong with the industry today Yeah. because at the end of the year they released two games one of which was Apache Aerosol which was a game made because there were no other helicopter games on the market <laughs> that was the only reason Yeah. Mm-hmm. and the other game was Blood Drive which was a car game like Motorstorm set in a post-apocalyptic environment which is a buzzword with zombies yeah Mm. it had absolutely no marketing they just shoved it out there because they thought oh we can make a quick buck here yeah and, it's and really this is like terrible. the best this is the supposedly the best publisher in the world just it's almost, trying to make cheap money wherever possible it's almost an insult to us as well because they think that we're so stupid that we will be able to buy this stuff even though it's not well thought out it's made just to make money and all that like that that really really irritates me which is why i refuse to buy a lot of <laughs> a lot of the other stuff that comes out especially by like activision and stuff like that it's just like i'm not willing to buy a game that was strictly made on the grounds that yeah. it was made to make money i want to buy a game that's actually yeah. good that is innovative and entertaining and well thought out i i will not I will not lower myself to that level. And I think that if if more gamers get that personality, maybe we could take down or at least set an example or an opinion. Stop buying Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> like force That's in the an thing. idea. I, I have not bought Modern Warfare 2 or Black Ops because I refuse to buy a game that's going to be out every single year. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. exactly the same or worse than the year before. Yeah. Definitely. I think we've given the developers too much control and now they're just producing stuff, whatever. Fallout and... New Vegas is another example because while it does do a lot for the franchise, the game is so broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you have to buy DLC in order to fix the game and it's just like, really? Oh, that you is so ridiculous. That? I know. 
so stupid. I don't get. I don't like games that are released and they already know what DC they're going to sell to you before they <laughs> yeah. even. It's already, yeah, it's true. It's like the game's not even out yet, but we're already advertising the first downloadable pack. You which might as well include the two DLC weeks in, after into the game. Exactly. It's so it's ridiculous. Like, this is a really I good do topic. Think, I like this. It is, and I'm, I'm going to really gain some hatred here. But um, Bring in the I think heat. part of the problem is is kind of Microsoft as well because yeah. if you if you look at Nintendo have always tried to push on like they're the reason that the video games industry is the way it is now because of the the NES and then the SNES mm. and like generally their consoles tried to innovate in some way I mean the N64 controller yeah mm-hmm. that, was, was like that was pretty crazy and then Wii controller. yeah and the Wii as well and um, Sony you know they came in they were the first one to you do mainstream CDs they they've, they've they been pushed, innovators like a bigger, in quite a lot kind of games bigger adventures kind of. yeah I mean mm. they were the first um, company to do casual gaming which Nintendo then took to the next level yeah. they had iToy they, they, they did motion tracking which Microsoft have only just caught up with now um, and what I mean you look at Microsoft and what have they brought to the console industry other than Xbox Live because everything else they've done has been a copy of someone else that's completely true their strategy this year for Xbox 360 was we're going to steal all the PlayStation exclusives, we're mm. going to pay to buy all the JRPGs so that they can't have those and uh, we're going to steal motion controls which were done last generation on the PS2 It just feels like they're like entirely stagnant, they just think right, we can make money out of this, why should we bother to actually try and push forward at all? Well I do remember with the Xbox and um, it's quite sad really but they pretty much joined the console race to beat Sony. Mm. Mm. I mean, for the first few years, I can't remember how long it was before they actually made a profit. I think it was like the third year of Xbox before they actually made a profit on Xbox. But um, in the first few years of Xbox, they were making losses of like $6 billion. Mm. And they didn't care because they knew that they would make money at one point and the only thing driving them was that they wanted to beat Sony. Mm. Yeah, they just wanted to be in the race. Yeah, it's they're not in they're not in it to make great games, they're not in it to innovate or push the industry forward. They're in it to beat Sony and destroy them. Yeah, which I would highly defend against. <laughs> I would I would definitely be on Sony's side with that cuz Sony has offered so much more than Xbox could ever offer. I mean, there was a comic on uh, VG Cats about Nintendo, about the Wii and how Nintendo basically turned their back on their fans. Mm. and um, it's, Microsoft are pretty much doing exactly the same thing now I mean they, at the start of the generation though, they promised all this great stuff they had tons of great games there was a reason to have an Xbox 360 definitely and now you look at it they've said right screw you we're focusing completely on Kinect the hardcore audience means nothing to us really anymore you've only got one game to look forward to this year which is Gears of War 3 and we're delaying it for about 9 months because we think we're going to make more money from it then I think if they lost the exclusivity for Gears, there'd just be no reason to have a 360 anymore. Definitely. Other than your friends have a 360. Yeah. yeah but, pretty much. And yeah. that's pretty much what it's becoming now. And honestly, and I will put this out there, I've played with the Kinect now, and it is awful. It is so bad. <laughs> like, it doesn't <laughs> even recognize you most of the time, and it's just completely broken and confusing and I just hate it. I hate Kinect. I honestly do. And you have do. to stand ridiculously far away from it. Yeah, yeah. you, need, like, you have to stand in the right between area. Between you and the camera? Ten feet. Ten yeah, feet. you have to have who, ten feet. Who has a bedroom that size? Or I a know. lounge, for that matter. 
it's ridiculous. Yeah, it still sold eight million units yeah. somehow. Yeah, even though it's I think the cat the, and other the casual crap. market are just buying into it, like I don't know McDonald's or something. It's like the Wii. <laughs> yeah. Like when the Wii came out, everyone bought the Wii, but they didn't know why. And then after they played with it for a couple of days, they were just like, there, there were no games yeah. for it. It was just, just like a bunch of shovelware. They, they just think bought it because Kinect they think it sounded cool. From. Yeah, not I the really move. Not the move is fantastic sad. either. Move isn't really doing that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, but at least Sony isn't banking entirely on the move. It's just no. an yeah. addition to the PlayStation experience. Whereas Xbox seems like it's extremely banking on I mean, the Kinect yeah, now. Yeah, and Sony yeah. has like games coming out every month for the first half of the year. Mm. Well, they've got 20 games coming out this year, 20 exclusive games. Yeah, and also they have some of the most successful franchises that are PS3 exclusive. I love Microsoft have Gears of War. Gears of War. <laughs> yeah. Alan Wake was... And Left 4 Dead, maybe, but even that no, is that, kind that's of a win- that's not a that PC great anymore. Game. Yeah, I know that. That is a PC game. Never mind, that's an Xbox 360 game. I mean, I would love to love Xbox as well, but it's just not doing itself any favours. Not to mention Mass Effect is now on the PS3 as well. Yeah, Yeah. it's just just losing every positive thing that it had. There will be a new Halo game this year, probably, though. Oh, yeah! Really? Do people care about Halo anymore? Really? Apparently. Halo reached it okay. Yeah, other than hardcore Halo fans... Nobody really cares about Halo, I'm afraid. I think Halo Reach may have actually sold worse than Halo 3. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was about the same. Yeah. I this think is... it, in it... Sorry, go on. I think in its first week, it, it outsold Halo 3 by about, like, 20,000 copies or something. Jeez. This has turned into, like, mudslinging at Xbox. I know, but... Uh, Xbox, it. Microsoft <laughs> aren't helping insulting. themselves, really. No, they're I mean, in, they're everyone can say us. that we're fanboys or whatever, but if they actually pulled their socks up and actually did something... It's not like we have some inherent we, yeah. hatred for Microsoft. We are just saying what we, what we see. I just it's feel like, insulted by Xbox. I honestly do, because they're, they're obviously just in it for profit, and it really, I'm, really yeah, and irritates I'm, you me. Look, you look at the latest update for, for the Xbox 360 dashboard. It's like it's been built for a child. <laughs> and even then it looks hard to like navigate through and uh, they treat us like we're idiots well that's it they're like well we've got the hardcore audience in the bag now so um, let's just forget about them let's just put it we'll on autopilot for a little while I mean I'm sh- sure if they wanted to support Connect, that's great and all but they can't forget about their core audience as well the one that actually help help the, th- help the Xbox um, community like build up definitely apparently they feel they can I just think if you're buying a new console now, there's no way that you wouldn't buy something other than an Xbox. I just don't see why you would do it now. Anyway, the PS3 has so much more to offer. I mean, they even have Blu-ray, yeah. so that's even something that you can um, you can throw in. And online is free. Yeah, yeah online is free. Exclusive. So that's as why well. I'm just like I'm just like, why are people buying Xbox Live when you actually have cheap. to pay for it? But Free or like thirty free. quid a year? Free is yeah, cheaper Xbox than is thirty affordable. quid a year, though. Yeah, like but free. when you're paying as for that service free, and you yeah. see ads all over the dashboard, there's something wrong going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's free. It's it's free. PlayStation PSN is for free. Anyway, <laughs> just to uh, you know, not every console has its problems. 
Yeah, we'll just highlighting true. the Xbox ones right now because right now Microsoft are sucking. I'm sure mm-hmm. one day we'll highlight PS3s and Wii's. Yes, I'm sorry if I offended anybody. Oh, we've highlighted many Wii problems, is... and I've also highlighted many PS3 problems in the past. Yes, you have. Yeah. Mine just broke, for example. That was yes. quite a problem. Yeah. Mine broke two years ago. <laughs> I just got mine, so <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah, mine's I, a year I had the yellow light of death. Mm, just you baby. wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so next topic. Colin. Okay. okay, the next question is from Riku, and assuming it's a she, is asking, what is the best ending to a video game that you have ever seen? Ooh. Who wants to go first? I don't know if I can do ever, but I can do some of my favorites. Ever. Ever. Because ever is, ever. just seems so final. I have one in mind forever. <laughs> like, ever. Oh, so do I. What yes, is I have your favorite? One in mind as well. I think Nick would know what I'm talking about, and maybe Ooh. David knows what I'm talking about, and it's Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Best I was going to say that one. Oh, oh, too bad I took it. <laughs> I stole your thunder. Damn it. Aww. Damn it. Why is it your favorite, Colin? It's, I don't know, the way it's set up. The whole, sto- the whole story is so engaging. You, it, you actually feel for the characters. And the way... You feel for Snake. The way the game ended, I think as well, like the performance from, from the voice actors, they, they were amazing. And the ending was just so tragic. There's so many things. Are we like, doing this spoiler-free? Spoiler we're we're, yeah, we're going to try so. and keep this spoiler-free, yeah, but make hints so that people know what we're talking about. Mm. As I was just about to say, yeah. I think it's great when um, you realize like who Ocelot is, and like how things could have been different. And as well, like the character relationships. Like every character mm. is tied <laughs> to each other, and you actually actually need to like play the game quite in depth like listen to every Kodak call which which is also quite fun and that's one of the favourite things I like about Snake Eater Arakan <laughs> Arakan even though he's not in Snake Eater but... <laughs> I also like the ending because like when Snake's receiving his like commendation he's just like I hate you yeah he's like I am oh I'm gonna kill you one day <laughs> 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 and you actually can understand why he feels that way like yeah, the game actually you feel makes the same you way. feel. It makes you feel. I know. <laughs> emotional. I was emotional at, at Manly the end. tears. Yes. And plus, it wasn't just a cutscene. Like Kojima actually made you do it. Yes. And I'm not going to say also, what. Also, because uh... Also, I I want to make a special note here. Harry Gregson Williams did the theme that plays during the end cutscene, mm. and it's brilliant. Yeah, it's. Beautiful. It's just beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, you're making me want to play it. You really have play. to play it. I really want to get into And then after that, you have Solid. to play Peace Walker because then it makes you feel even angrier. <laughs> no, after that, you need to play MGS4. I want to play them all in order. I've not played a Metal Gear Solid since the PlayStation I've 1. I've never played one. You don't even need to play them in order, life. but like, because the story is kind of coherent between games, but it's also kind of not. Okay. I can just get <laughs> like, and I can my arm has suddenly become possessed. Yeah, no, oh, no, no. Well, fair enough. Whatever. I think MGS three and one, Peace Walker are the most coherent games in the series. Mm-hmm. And so, Lauren, you've had some time to think now. What are your favorites? Um, well, uh, the one that sticks mo- more uh, definite in my head right now, if only because I just played it, and I-, I don't know. It it really like after a while, it really kind of haunted me. Was the ending of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. 
Oh my that god, that's just, an amazing ending. It stunned me. I'm not gonna say what happened. It's just like, but it's just like what? you just yeah, got punched. Yeah, I sat there with my jaw you open. You got punched in mm-hmm. the gut, and you're just like, "What is gonna it happen?" It was a total was what, a... what the flip yeah. moment? Like seriously, I know. I, mean, I, I still like, think what the yeah. hell just happened. And y- I'm still confused seriously. about that because not confused about the ending, but confused more about like why you said Brotherhood, not Assassin's Creed Two. Because uh, I find that Assa- no, that ending that's Assassin's rubbish. Creed though they all do it. Like when but when the... Assassin's Creed Two ended, the character even goes, "What the?" Because it's what you're thinking at <laughs> yeah. that exact moment. <laughs> oh, you yeah. mean with but Minerva? not necessarily because it was a good like cliffhanger. It was more like, "What the what?" Exactly. I I really did not. Yeah, no. Like with that ending, I got super confused. Like I didn't know <laughs> what was going on. Whereas with this one, I mean, I still was kind of like, "What's going on?" Yeah, but it makes you question like what's happened. going to happen. Like in it was blatantly obvious how you were supposed to feel yeah, about it. Definitely. Whereas, but with Assassin's Creed Two, it was more like why? Why did Ubisoft go there? Why? Like, why? Who? Who? Mm-hmm. What? What? What is that? I don't know. <sighs> but it did set up perfectly for Brotherhood. Oh that, my gosh, That is yeah. true. It does yeah. set up for Brotherhood, and yeah, I think I think they kind of regained my 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 trust when when they shipped Brotherhood because it it. it I think it fixed that what the flip ending in well, I mean, Assassin's Creed Two. Assassin, the ending of Assassin's Creed Two was, I think it was just kind of that because it was it was weird. Like I don't think anyone really expected that. Nobody saw it coming. No, it, there was yeah. there were no. It hints came out in, really the in the game to that ending. Because nothing like, really um, led to it. Okay, uh, that's an interesting direction to take it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like only at like the end, like the end bit. Do you actually? kind of know but you still never actually know what is going to happen it, especially with the um, oh, subject 16 yeah, videos subject 16, as well that's what I was talking about yeah mm-hmm. but it does seem kind of sort of random and just thrown in there to just you know screw you up a little bit but I still had my my jaw hit yeah. the floor and as the credit rolls I was just like what <laughs> what and I just couldn't comprehend anything else that was yeah. going on I was just like it's just it makes oh me my so excited for the next game. I'm so pumped, and I mm-hmm. think that's really what endings should do for you. I mean, it's yeah, just I mean, crazy. I, I was talking with this about Lauren when she was playing through it, and, and also Colin, about the fact that nowadays th- there's basically no continuity between games anymore. Mm-hmm. Games are singular entities. Yeah. Like, but with I mean, Final Fantasy, we're used people to people actually yeah. theorizing what could happen. Yeah, it's like that yeah. hardly ever happens. Where like you know, you play through Modern Warfare two, and you're not thinking you're not going to theorize oh, what's well, going to happen in yeah. Modern Warfare because nobody cares about you don't the story. Even care. Yeah. yeah, hardly any games really do that, so that you have to care about the story. I mean, even Uncharted, mm-hmm. there is there is yeah, a continuous you can story. Yeah, yeah, each their own story. It's kind of like yeah. Indiana Jones. Anything. Yeah, definitely. I think it's something that's missing now. But anyway, Astaris, what's your favorite one? Or are you going to go for Brotherhood as well? Mm, I think I'm actually going to go for an older game. I would say Blasphemy. my favorite ending, <laughs> my favorite ending to a game, would be Final Fantasy. <gasps> <X. gasps> Just because I had, I was crying yeah, my eyes out. Same. It is. It is. A, that is it is such a brilliant a sad ending. ending. I don't want to keep Titus, but the and Titus and you know really mainly because they're voice acting, but. Yeah. The symbol, how symbolic everything is, mm-hmm. and like I, there, yeah. there is not. I don't think there's any Final Fantasy protagonist who would do what he did. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just right at the end when they're on the um, airship and then, you know, and it's like, oh my God. Because <laughs> every, every Final Fantasy generally has a happy ending. Mm. And Final I Fantasy mean, X yeah. is a happy ending, but Final- it's also an extremely sad ending. Final Fantasy VIII mm-hmm. almost had an extremely sad ending. But, it, but that's the only yeah. one that you can really compare. It didn't quite go yeah, it there. It's just it like, was oh, like, oh, no, oh I'm sad. I'm sad. Oh, happy. I did cry. I did cry yeah. during Final Fantasy VIII, but not as much as I cried during Final Fantasy X. And that's not only because of Titus, but because of Arin as well. And that really hit me. Just the, yeah. And that's only because Arin is like one of my favorite characters. But yeah, I definitely have to. Just agree with I don't. Him. I don't know if it's the best ending, but it's the the hugest emotional yeah. connection I had to the ending it's of the, the game. Because you that... wanted to be Yuna and you loved Titus. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I have such a huge crush it on Titus. It may not be the best, but it's the one that left the biggest impression on you. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I think we should move on to the last question. Okay. Because we, we're, we're kind of going on quite a long yeah, time Yeah, no, here. that first question. We spent well, a long time was, thinking about how the video the, game the industry is going down the pan. Oh. We were slagging off my Yeah. <laughs> and Activision. We, you know, we, we shared it out. Yeah. Uh, third party. Bit, yeah. Uh, Microsoft, yeah. So Lauren. All right. So this one, Last... after I played both Uncharted and Uncharted 2, I can have a bit more of a, an idea of how to answer it, which I'm excited for. So uh, Nadia yes. says, based on what you guys have seen of Uncharted 3, what are your thoughts on the game? Should we let Astaris go first? Oh my first? god. Oh, no, she's I not, think she's going to go. She's just going to go for it. She's not going to let any of us I go am first. the hugest Uncharted fan. I sat up and watched the Spike TV um gaming awards the video game awards and it was about 3 a.m when they finally got to show the trailer of uncharted 3 and i just yeah it was right at the end so i had to sit and watch through (laughs) the whole pile of crap that that is dedication but i was like oh my god i couldn't speak for like 15 (sighs) minutes afterwards i was having a total fangirl squeeing moment (laughs) and i am so excited for uncharted Mm. 3 so excited i think definitely it's gonna be you guys can go (laughs) interesting because what they were saying about like uh their introduction of using fire and sand like i don't think anybody's ever ever Mm -hmm. successfully animated sand to where it it actually looked like legitimate like sand and yeah i mean in their development diary uh, when they kind of announced it they were they were like so we did um, water in the first game. Just snow in the second. We, snow in the second game. Snow like, in the second. So what can we do that's even harder than both of those things? <laughs> oh, sand. Fr- friggin' sandstorm. I bet there's a sandstorm in it. I was really It'll be a sandstorm. Like, all See, of the, it was in-engine, and the sand just looked yeah. amazing. The thing that makes them different oh. is that people have done sand before, people have done water before, people have done snow before. It's the fact that it dynamically affects everything that's the big mm. thing. Yeah. Like one of my favorite scenes in Uncharted Two is um, in in the end place, which will not be named. <laughs> um, oh yeah! When you're kind of in like you're kind of in like a, a pseudo river inside, like you've got stone walls either side, mm. and it's like suddenly yeah. suddenly starts raining really heavily. There's suddenly a storm, and like you kill the guys oh, in there, and their bodies get float. Uh, they float down the river, mm. and like the ammo flies mm-hmm. down there and stuff, and and there's lightning and everything. And every, and it everything gets the wet. Water just perfectly. Oh, Microsoft. Yes. A wet Nathan Drake is Microsoft what we Microsoft should oh, don't take go notes. There. Don't go there, Stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this game, uh, uh. just their attention to detail in every one of the Uncharted games is just yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I have to say that. I'm a little bit worried. S- you are? Ooh, Partially why? because... 
like Uncharted and Uncharted Two, like there is quite a big gap between the two, the quality of the two games. Uncharted yeah. One is still great; it's still one of my favorite games of this generation, just because it's so playable. Mm-hmm. But Uncharted Two really took things to the next level. Definitely. And I'm just wondering whether they can take Uncharted Three to the go. next level yeah. after Uncharted Two, or whether they'll just make a game that's on par. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they can get away with playing like just basically just doing a new story with like uncharted 2 but a new story i think they could still get away and and do really well with that but from watching like the gameplay trailer that they had in like the chateau that looks amazing as well mm-hmm. i think they're just tweaking it and perfecting what they've already got and there's going to be some sections in there that are going to blow your it's, mind it's weird you though, know they're going to push it as far it's as they can with... drake's deception i mean come yeah. on I mean, generally, the way that video games go is that the first one is kind of like the tester. The second one mm-hmm. is consolidating what they've done. And the third one is where they blow your mind. Yeah. For example, yeah. Grand Theft um, Auto 3. So Grand Theft Auto 3 was like, well, this is a really new concept. It's great. Vice City was kind of yeah. like Grand Theft Auto 3 in a different setting. And then San Andreas was like the huge conglomeration of everything they'd learned and a huge world, like tons of new gameplay mechanics and all that stuff. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what they do. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm really. It's the same with all else. the. I mean, going away from Uncharted, we've got Assassin's Creed Three. It's generally the threes. The threes should be the pinnacle of the series because generally you only see yeah. three games per generation. Definitely. But the thing is, with Uncharted, with Uncharted, it's not a trilogy. No. It's not, but neither was Grand Theft Auto. You can play them separately. Uncharted, Uncharted Three. Although I'm excited for the story, I feel like I am more excited for. The, to see where the Assassin's Creed 3 story is going to go aside from the Uncharted since there's not that much that we know about that story whereas Uncharted 3 Assassin's we know Creed, it, we, have we already theories. know it's going to be great yeah yeah yeah, yeah we already know there's the, the expectation is there I mean the fact that they've told us there's going to be deception kind of ruins it a bit but I don't yeah. think it really matters because no. yeah but you don't know which Drake yeah, they're not talking about no. Hey, yeah, it might be one of the the Daddy Drake or Uncle Drake, which are in the films. Yeah. Francis Drake, you have no but idea. I'm, I'm. It might yeah. be Robert De Niro. Drake's <laughs> yeah. uncle. Oh, don't start talking about the mad skills. Oh mad skills. I, at this point, after playing them, I cannot believe that they don't have Sully in it. But we're just gonna leave it at that. But yeah, that's. Just... Yeah. It's because they don't movie. have those mad skills. Stupid movie. Ugh. Epic fail. Epic, yeah. <gasps> We've still got like 300 days left until Uncharted 3. Oh, you just have to go with the days. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of days. I I can tell you. If it's any consolation, I will probably get to play it in about five months. That is is true. (gasps) That is very true. You better send it to me. I am going to be so jealous. Well, hopefully you'll be able to play it Although I won't be... (gasps) Yes. But, um... No, I'm. I am waiting. I think that my whole year is going to be summed up by Uncharted Three. There's <laughs> nothing that's going to compare game-wise to Uncharted yeah. Three. I like the added game-wise there, just in case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just in case. You know. I also need more Nolan North but, in um, my life. Nolan North. I did, I don't know. If just it's... just play any video game. He's I in know. it. He's in and Clank. But did he, uh, did like any it. of you guys see the developer diary they had recently where he was talking about how, how he got the the role of Nathan Drake? Yeah, he's like, I had no idea oh, it was going to be this that. big. Yeah, yeah, it's like, so I just applied for a random role. I and it was a commercial. Um, yeah, I, he didn't know what it was at all, just some guy. That seems like that, that's it, the case oh with a lot God. of them. Cause like, yeah, they just don't have a clue. 
well, what Robert Cloworthy was saying, like he had actually like forgotten about his audition for that, and then they called him up, and he became Jim Rayner. I mean, like, I guess. And they didn't really even know anything about it because that was the funny thing. Because like, after it come out and it done really well, he would just he didn't even know. Yeah, it's oh. so funny. Because he just recorded his like part that. and he didn't, he just forgot about it completely. He was like Starcraft or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I did do that. Jimmy uh. Rayner. Because some guy wasn't some guy like um, he was like, I know that voice. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I'm Jim Rayner. And he's like, No, you're not. <laughs> no way. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way. Or, but yeah. So we're definitely excited for this. Is basically yes. the conclusion I'm getting. I am more than excited. <laughs> Well, you already have it pre-recorded, well, we, we need to round out the show now. I've I've already pre even like before the trailer was announced, I pre-ordered it. Have on you pre-ordered the Uncharted that they 4. Announced it. If I could, I would. Or Uncharted PSP, which will happen. PSP, PSP two, quarter yeah, four. Exactly. I've only pre-ordered like the the main, the proper edition, but I dare say I'm also going to get like a limited edition version as well. Both of them. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm gonna get like a playable normal version and a special edition that I just won't ever. Just open. put it in a glass Aww. case to look at. Mm-hmm. On okay, well we need to yeah. we need to round out the show now, guys. Aww. Aww. we're having so much fun. This we is a so really, much long episode. Yes, a really long episode. It's the first one of the year. <laughs> I will not be so lenient again. Yay! <laughs> we are back in I've business. I've actually missed podcasting. It's been so long. It's been like yeah. a month since we podcasted. Weekends were so lonely. <laughs> Aww, poor Colin. <laughs> uh, That's not okay. true. So, <laughs> just in case you missed it at the beginning, you can find Minigup in the Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts Union iTunes feed or on GamingUnion.net. And we also encourage you to jump on the forums and engage with us. <gasps> Talk to us. Or on our Facebook page. We can be page. your friend. Yeah, or our Facebook friend or Twitter. Friends. Wherever. We yes. Just talk to us. We're very receptive people. We're nice. It's friendly. Do we all want to mention our, our, Twitter, friendly. And too our friendly. Twitter accounts? Our Twitter account is Game yeah, Union. let's do that. So, but, but, but we're not one entity. We're all like six. We are. We're a big family people. with one name. <laughs> <laughs> Well, mine is fairly obvious, but yeah. yeah. There you go, it's fairly obvious. Twitter.com forward slash fairly obvious. (laughs) Fairly obvious. Colin. I'm going to go register that now, just in case. Commander Colin. No, no, it's not Commander Colin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, it's pretty easy to find out. Just go to our forum profiles, they're in there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you have any questions you want to ask, then uh, ask them in the mini-gut question thread. We had three questions this time, and uh, we love answering questions, as you can tell, because we spent about yeah, half an hour on three questions. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of time on the first one as well. I know. So awesome. Yes. So next and on the third next one. Tuesday's episode will be Final Fantasy Union, and the next episode of Minigup will be out on the 8th of February. <gasps> that seems so far. Three weeks. Yes. So, guys, do you want to say your farewells? See you guys Bye. later. Bye. Bye. I'm Daryl, saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and gamingunion.net production. <laughs>